0: If you are struggling with cooking, finding it difficult to make things taste good, maybe you're trying too hard. If all you want is for things to be delicious, I've got you covered. There's no need to stress, no need to overthink. All you need is love. I'm Chef Ben. This is Food in 5, brought to you by HowToNotBurnShit.com, your modern culinary manual, and today we're talking about how to make things taste good. I've talked a lot about simplicity, about not overcomplicating food. The problem is that to do this takes a lot of skill. Simplicity, oddly enough, is one of the most difficult things to master. All too often we think that in order to make something better, we need to add more and more and more, when in reality, the solution is almost always less. So today I'm going to do my best to teach you how to make almost anything taste good with as few ingredients as possible. The idea behind what I'm talking about today is embracing the natural flavors of food. We're not making curries or any big bold flavors. We don't want to cover up the natural flavors. We want to highlight the natural flavors of our ingredients using as few additional ingredients as possible. When you stop trying to add ingredients to make things taste good, you become a much better cook. So what's the secret? Well all you need is four or five ingredients. and These are likely things you already have on hand. But it's important that these ingredients be of the best quality you could afford. So what are they? Well, salt is number one. When I talk about salt, I'm not talking about table salt. Table salt has iodine added to it and has a harsh flavor uh, which it can impart to your food. Invest in some coarse kosher salt or sea salt and the flavors will be much cleaner. Pepper. When pepper is ground, it starts to lose its flavor. Don't buy ground black pepper, invest in a pepper mill and peppercorns again you'll get a much cleaner flavor. Olive oil not all olive oil is olive oil. There's no regulation really about naming olive oil oftentimes and with a lot of name brands what you are actually getting is cheap bitter oil with a bit of olive oil in it. This bitter oil will mess up the flavor of your food. Good olive oil should taste slightly like olive and pretty much nothing else. There should be no bitterness so do some research Uh, and find a brand that is actually olive oil once you taste the real stuff you will never use anything else and yes good olive oil oil costs more than shitty olive oil but it's absolutely worth the price having said that you do not need to spend twenty dollars on a bottle there are good quality oils out there that cost only slightly more than the shitty big brand ones fresh herbs having fresh herbs on hand is a great way to easily impart flavor the three that I most recommend always having around are parsley, thyme, and rosemary. These also happen to be the easiest to grow. Thyme and rosemary can be added to food while it's cooking, where parsley should be added to food after it's cooked. Also you don't have to worry about chopping thyme or rosemary, just throw a few whole sprigs into your food and you'll get the same you'll get the flavor through the release of the essential oils and the herbs. Garlic The final item on the list is garlic. It should be self-explanatory. I use a lot of garlic, about three bulbs a week. It works with almost anything, it's delicious, and it's really good for you. So how does all of this go together? Let's talk about vegetables first. You can take almost any vegetable, from zucchini to tomato, potatoes to parsnips, and toss them with olive oil, salt and pepper, and thyme or rosemary. Roast them in the oven at 400 degrees Fahrenheit for 30 to 45 minutes. Done. That's it. And, I mean, you can make a vegetable medley. You can do all kinds of things. So how much do you use? Well, for an entire baking sheet of vegetables, imagine you have a cookie sheet just full of vegetables, you want to use about two to four tablespoons of olive oil, four to five sprigs of thyme or rosemary, and a quarter teaspoon of salt and pepper each. You can also uh, always add more salt and pepper later as you need it. And the secret is that you wanna to toss all these vegetables in a big bowl with the olive oil, salt, pepper, and herbs and then spread them out on the sheet pan. Okay, let's talk about meat. You can take a whole chicken, rub it with olive oil, salt, and pepper, and herbs, roast it at 400 degrees for an hour and 15 minutes or so, and it's perfect. Same can be done with chicken legs, thighs, drums, or wings, just cook them for less time. This same technique works really well for a pork or beef roast or even fish. The exact same process, exact same temperature, the only variable is the time and that really depends on the size of the piece of meat and how you want it done. In conclusion, being a good cook is much more about knowing when you don't need to add something rather than when you do. The techniques I described above are only going to are going to yield really simple, really good food. Cooking with such simplicity will help you develop as a cook and you will understand the flavors of Food more clearly. The reason why this technique works with so many different things is that everything tastes different. Because everything tastes different, the flavors interact with the few additional ingredients differently. This gives you a wide variety of flavors with very little work. I'm Chef Ben. This is Food in Five brought to you by How to Not Burn Shit.com, your modern culinary manual. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Chef Ben Kelly and on Facebook at Ben Kelly Cooks. You can, of course, like and subscribe to this podcast. Uh, tell your friends about it. Share it around. Thank you so much for listening. I hope that you have a fantastic weekend, and I'll be back on Monday with another great episode of Food and 5. I'll see you then.